This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Tonight, we will be talking about our black Supreme Court judge who's going to be a female, but not only a female, she's going to be a black female. So on February 25th, the White House confirmed that President Joe Biden is nominating Ketanji Brown Jackson to the U.S. Supreme Court. Jackson, who currently serves as a judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit, and who the White House described as an exceptionally qualified nominee is poised to become the first black woman to serve on the nation's highest court. Though black women are underrepresented as judges in the nation's court system, Jackson's nomination marks the latest milestone in the history of black women lawyers that date back to 150 years for many Civil rights was a major motivation for practicing law. With this in mind, Time asked historians what women paved the way for this moment. For too long, our government and our courts haven't looked like America, Biden said while introducing Jackson on Friday. I believe it's time we have a court that reflects reflects the full talents and greatness of our nation with a nominee of extraordinary qualifications. So there you have it. When she comes on, America will be like America. So I'm going to introduce my co-speaker, Mr. Coleman, how you doing? Good afternoon, Jenny White. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much, sir. What do you think about that? Well, I think it was a, a great pick. Uh, there were a couple other uh, potential nominees, but uh, Ms. Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson was the one that uh, – rose above all the other uh, 
possible attorneys, and so uh, she was the one that was chosen. I think she was. Uh, I think she's highly qualified for that position. Yes, and so do I, and so do a lot of people. But then you have the Republicans, and they don't like it. And someone said they're only doing that because they're running for election again, so they don't want to be, um, what should I say, like, you know, they're trying to get close to her or, you know, being okay with her. And that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, you have to change to your mind. You have to change your mind and say that you don't like a person because you don't want your stick. What you call it? Stickiness. Yeah. yeah, those people. I mean, right, right. How how can you? I mean, you're afraid that if you vote for a black woman that they won't black for you. And one thing for sure, a lot of them have been on too long now. They need to re- uh, go home and relax and just, you know, quit. But, you know, if they if you can't be yourself, that makes it that just sounds crazy to me. You have to well, do different things to get people on your side. Well, I don't Does know that why, make sense? you know, I don't know why anything the Republicans do at this point surprises us. I just think that, um, you know, anyone, whether they were white or black, that Biden picked, they would have given a hard time. I just think that. Uh, the blatant disrespect of uh, not only, you know, her being a female, but her being a black female, I think just kind of pushed them over the edge. And not only that, (laughs) the fact that she's more qualified than uh, uh, most of them, you know, and uh, But did you hear the the, questions they were asking her that didn't make sense? Yeah, you know, what they is the were the definition of a woman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, they um we you know were asking what 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 was she her face and you know Lindsey Graham asked her um what would she say her face is from 1 to 10 and um you know uh then Tom Cruise wanted to talk about uh, her record as far as sentencing um, pedophiles, and uh, they wanted to go into the child porn. They were really pushing that hard. Um, and so, you know, it was said that Josh Harley has, you know, approved and confirmed other uh, judges that have similar records in regards to uh, similar sentencing uh, records. Uh, so, you know, it's not about that, you know. So, you know, really it's like what is it about? Um, 
I think that they are just um, afraid, you know, the fact that she's so, you know, qualified and they know that uh, uh, she's thorough and that, um, you know, they just wanted to be disrespectful. And so it's... um, Well, they did a good good job of that. Yeah, she definitely did a good job of that, um, and I think she did a great job holding her composure. Yes, she did. In, in the in the midst of you know all the all those um, shenanigans and tomfoolery, uh, <laughs> it was just uh, it was just theatrical. It was it was stupid. Yeah, and, uh, had no uh, it, meaning it, it at all. No, and And Booker really, you know, he uh, really had a good, well, wasn't a speech, but he was really on her side, and that helped her, I'm sure, because sitting in that spot and with these crazy people asking crazy questions, I mean... You know, it just didn't make sense. It just didn't yeah. make sense. I mean, you know, Alan Dershowitz, you know, who uh, was a professor um, at, you know, the um, college that Ted Cruz attended. He was his um, professor, you know, even went as far as to say that, uh, you know, Tom Cruise's line of questioning was uh, very ignorant. It didn't make any sense, <laughs> you know. And he's praised him in the past, you know. 2016, you know, uh, Alan Dershowitz had good words for Tom for Ted Cruz. I'm about to call him Tom Cruise, but he might as well call him Tom Cruise because you know he act like he's on a Mission Impossible. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, I don't think he's going to be a president, and that's what he wants. That he was running no. against uh, Trump, remember? Yeah, and Trump called his wife ugly and said his father had something to do with uh, the assassination of JFK. So I mean, go figure. And then he grovels back to him and, and kisses him. Yes, yes. You know, oh man. If that's what you have to do to hold a job, I, I you, do you really? <laughs> is that a good job? You got to turn oh, yourself great, upside it's a, down. It's a great job. <laughs> it's a great job. I mean, you know, you're gonna you get your medical insurance for life. You, you know, you you making probably close to one hundred seventy-five thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, you know, a year. Not to mention, you know, the um, donations that you get. Uh, oh yeah. So a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of. So what you're saying is that uh, you have to sell your soul. Well, I don't think everybody sold their soul, you know, but uh, a lot of, a lot of them have, you know, especially a lot of the Republicans, you know. So, and they aren't trying to support democracy at this point. No. Uh, 
literally they're against it, you know, and um, you know they're they're even supporting Russia and Putin's, you know, war to take Can over Ukraine. Can you believe that? That they they're well, on his side. Well, you know, I, I just know. I mean, right now, you know, there are a number of states that are instituting laws that will um, hamper people from voting, you know, restrict people from voting. Uh, and the majority of people of color, yeah. you know, in urban areas. I mean, there will be a lot of other people affected as well, but, you know, mostly uh, they know black people vote. Democrats right. in, and, and and when we come out in numbers, right. they can't be right. there. They're afraid. So, yes, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. So they're, not trying, they're, they're not trying to play fair. I mean, you know, they just want to win by any means necessary. And they're cheating, you know, right in front of, you know, our faces. They're doing it blatantly and like, okay, we'll do something about it, you know. If you, you know, no one do seems something about to be doing that. Yeah, no one seems, seems to be doing that. Uh, I mean, uh, the Democrats that. are kind of, it seems like they're kind of weak, you know. They're afraid to do anything, to say anything. I mean, how are you going to well, stand up like that? Well, Democrats have been weak, weak, weak for years. I mean, it's nothing new. I think that at this stage of the game, um, you know, they are uh, attempting to do some things. Um, but uh, I don't know. It seems like they're moving real slow. Uh, yeah. You know, they still haven't passed the voter, you know, the voters' right bill that still hasn't passed, you know, and uh, we've had midterm elections coming up in November, so uh, that's probably this, why they this, haven't uh, did anything on it. Because well, I mean, no, well, they they that should have been a first priority, you know, um, or the top two. You know, I know we wanted to pass uh, the Build Back Better bill. Um, but, you know, even besides that, uh, they needed to put a lot of attention into this um, voters' right bill. And, I mean, and push come to shove, just filibuster it and, 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 and vote it in. But they've been hesitant to use the filibuster. And um, Ted Cruz kept saying, you know, to the senator that was um, presiding over his confirmation, and he was disrespectful, and, and you know, he kept telling him, if you're going to filibuster, filibuster. So, uh, it's uh, just amazing to see the politics in action before our eyes. I mean, you know, his, we're, li- we're living through history um, because if the Republicans get back in charge, Oh my uh, gosh! Please don't even say that. <laughs> Let us will, hope. It will be a uh, not only terrible, them, uh, Trump either. Well, Joe Manchin said he'd vote um, 
for uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, well, didn't Lindsay so, uh, uh, say something that was good about her in the beginning? Uh, I think he was made that Lindsay Graham. Things. I thought it was him. Well, well, he went on to say, you know, he speaks with forked tongue. Yeah. Um, So, you know, he he went on to say that the candidate that stayed in his home state of South Carolina um, should have been nominated. Uh, So, you know, he wanted to have a problem with that. Um, But uh, it's, uh, it's just been terrible watching um, the you know, the treatment of uh, this black lady uh, and it's really been pissing me off as well as a number of uh, other yeah. people. I mean, she's yeah. got the, the second highest rating uh, as far as uh, popularity and people really wanting her to be on the courts, uh, she's like at 58% where John Roberts, you know, was at 59%. Uh, so well, how do you think uh, her husband feels and he's sitting behind her? He, well, you know, um, <laughs> well, I'm I mean, sure he's you know, upset too. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And it, they but they, doesn't, there. they don't and, make uh, sense, the questions they ask, though. They just don't make any sense. What is, you well, know, what is the woman or, or you know, who, what does that have to do with judging? Well, well, uh, let's take a break. And if anyone is listening, if you would like to, add something to that or ask a question, all you have to do is press the one and you can ask your question or, you know, give us an opinion. So I'm going to take a pause. Do you know a youth in need of a place to live? Have you always wanted to make a difference in the city of Detroit but not known how? The answer to both of these questions is Covenant House, Michigan. Covenant House is a youth homeless shelter serving 18 to 24-year-olds in the city of Detroit with education, resources, job preparation, and so much more. If you'd like to learn more about these programs, please call 313-463-2000 or look us up on the web at www.covenanthousemi.org. We'll be back to the Let's Talk About It, Jenny White Show. This is Jacqueline Jones Frederick of Jones and Frederick Enterprises, Inc. This incorporation consists of a tutoring business, a tutoring staffing, and a traveling business. We have serviced the community since 2007. Our clients are third graders to college students. We tutor in all academic subjects. 
please call Jacqueline at 586-306-5487. And we're back to the Let's Talk About Okay, and we're back with the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. And one thing I want to say real quickly is if you haven't done your taxes, the 18th of April will be the last day. So don't forget and try to get all your papers or whatever together so you won't be, you know, messing around. So, okay, well, we're back talking about Ms. Katanji Brown-Jackson, who President Biden nominated for the United States Supreme Court. The only problem I have with the Supreme Court is the fact that they go on forever. (laughs) They can work on that Supreme Court for as long as they want. And I don't think that's a good thing. So if someone wants to say something different, press your one and let me know. But that's my opinion because I don't know of any other job that people have that they keep it forever. Maybe a minister, maybe. I don't know. I have a listener, and let's see what she has to say. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. It's Jenny White and our wonderful co-host. I'd like to just make a comment. There's a question I was looking at um, on the on, on, um in regards to Clarence, uh, sitting Justice Clarence Thomas and his wife. And there he's now, he's under investigation because they have linked his wife to talking with some important official about the uh, 2020, I think it's the 2020 election. Right. Uh, some comment or text that she made about it. And I guess it was the way he voted. It sounded like they were in agreement. And it sounded like it was something that... Um, you can, you know, it's something that was, um, it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have happened or something. She was attempting, she wanted someone to yeah. turn it around. She didn't want Biden yeah. to be in. She wanted Trump to stay in. That's what she wanted, she was trying to do, which is and also illegal. The, she was at the general meeting. Hmm? She was at the Capitol meeting. She was down at the Capitol meeting, I guess. Someone said she had a butter roll there. She had the rally. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, they say she you know, she uh, was instrumental in uh, providing transportation to some of the um, people that had come into Washington for the uh, for the rally for the rally in, in air quotes. So how, well, how, how was that look? You know. And he's, and not, well, you can't really he's supposed to step back if his wife is doing something, but he's all yeah. in. Yeah, and then he voted a certain way. 
to show that he was uh, some type of vote he did. He cast to show that, uh, you know, some write-up he cast to show that he was in agreement with that. So right. It, it, you, 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 how can you, you can't do anything with those kind of people. Another thing, if, he's, if you're going in, okay, they're going through all these changes trying to get this black woman on, but what good is it? She cannot outvote the rest of them, so she's just, a, 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 you know, a, like a token. It's going to be, if they put it, they're going to be on the Supreme Court. That that's what I see, you know. The rest of them, the way they're voting, you know, you can't well, remove those people, you know. No, they're and, all on the side of the Republicans, yeah. Of course, of course, and we have another, another thing. Another, I, okay, go ahead. Another thing I see. Okay, we're trying to get the voter rights through the federal government and all of this, but what the uh, the uh, powers that be are trying to do is to get. It within the states. You have the states like, okay, Florida is fighting this gay rights and the abortion thing at the state level. In other words, we're not going to listen to the federal government. We're going to do this at the state level. This is what they're trying to do, and they want to get yeah, so many changing. states. Yeah, they're changing. Yeah, they're changing Yeah, then, we, we don't think you can do what you want with the federal government. We don't care. So what we're fighting for, if, 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 even if we were to win, it seems like at the federal level, they wouldn't listen to it, and the states wouldn't listen to it. I tell you, what's, what's interesting to me. I was listening to, um, I was looking at the FBI. You know, when the uh, three uh, civil rights uh, uh, activists were, were were missing, I looked at the. I was trying to look at Mississippi burning with Gene uh, Hackman. I couldn't get that on, but I got the FBI. What all they went through to find out the find these uh, three missing civil rights uh, a man, young men. And um, it was something. But even at the state level, they knew that these men had killed. They even talked about how one of the civil rights persons, he had been shot in the chest. But when they put him in this this, uh, earthen dam down in the ground, they noticed that he had something in his hand when they pulled him, pulled all three of these boys out, young men out. And it was dirt. And they said, in other words, he was buried alive with a bullet in him. This is one thing they found out. So how can we, they knew that at the state level, the state would never convict those men of murder. So they had to push to pull it outside, saying that the, these people who did this went outside, uh, 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 went against their um, civil rights, uh, the civil rights law in trying to get them. And then it was just so long that they could do. So we really don't have any power to do anything as long as it's each individual state has their way of seeing things. And they say Mississippi is the worst. But now they're trying to get, each state is trying to say who they want to be, you know, if um, and all of this. And they that's going to be a mess. That's going to be a mess. It is, because we're mess. not coming together as the United States with the federal government and all this, you know. And that's the come to Congress is so messed up. You can't get anything through the Congress at all. You can't, it's hard for them to deal with issues because they keep fighting each other. Over this power, how are they going to control all this power? Who's going to be in control of the power? No matter who votes, they're still in power because they can still be electoral college. That's what they're doing now. That's going to lead to a lot of other, you know, and um, I was looking at um, these two attorney, um, district attorneys uh, who um, uh, resigned. Um, you know, looking at the, uh, looking at the case of, against uh, former President Trump 
on a lot of felonies. And they said that the man is guilty. And so what they did, they just resigned. Right. Because this one man came on board and said, well, I'm not, I'm not going to pursue that like that right now. They won't take action against it. They won't take any action against it. And they know that he's wrong. So they, I wonder if they're they afraid resigned. of him. They resigned, you know. And uh, I wonder if, he, if they're afraid of him. I guess they're afraid of the the fight the the, the uh, people that's about backing you know backing him, no matter what they knew that he what he did was wrong. All that information, all of that, even during the election, you know the things that he was doing, it was wrong. But who's going to stand up to him? And then try to get somebody to uh, change the vote. That's true. And poor poor Pence, you know. <laughs> and he's going to run? Are you kidding me? Nobody is going to vote for for him. It is. But it's it, you know you wonder just where we're going. Where, where are we really going? You know, as far as a nation, a democratic nation. Uh, I, I can't he say it. With the Ukraine, with the, with the Ukraine. Uh. If you can't go to the federal government, you can't go to the judge, you can't go, you know, where can you go uh, for uh, any type of justice at all? It's just not there. If you're not on the right party, what they call the right party, you're not going to get it. Okay, so, T.C., what do you think? Do you well, have, I have, do you have, I have uh, well, something to say? First one is, uh, I don't agree with the Collard for the simple reason she's saying that the black lady, if she gets on the Supreme Court, it's a token. Not necessarily so. If she gets on the Supreme Court, guess who's sick now? Who's sick? Thomas. uh, Clarence Thomas. Yeah. What's going to happen then? Then Biden will have another choice, another chance at adding someone to the Supreme Court, right? Oh, now that's so country to say. I can see that, yeah. You see what I mean? Oh, so, man. I mean, yeah, but look at what's a hard time that they're giving. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I didn't mean that, you know, I'm talking about when it comes down to numbers, the numbers game. Right. She would be right. outnumbered. That's what I'm saying. I'm not but, saying that, you know. Right. I understand what you're saying. But a lot of people would think that and say, you know what I mean? But you know, sometimes we need to look past the obvious and dig a little bit deeper to figure out, you know, what's really going on. And like I said, the man upstairs is the one that's got the final call. So, you know, Judge Thomas could be good today, and tomorrow he could be gone, like a lot of the other old ones can be gone. Okay? Yeah, you so know like I, said, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. Well, well, but like I said, you to. never know what's going to happen, right? That's true. But at least you but if he had to position. put another judge on on the Supreme Court, they would go crazy. <laughs> no, well, oh, yeah. you know, Thomas. First of all, you got to remember, Thomas was was never supposed to make it to the Supreme Court. Right. He was never supposed to make it to the Supreme Court. Think about all these southerners. Uh, Voting on a uh, 
black man married to a white lady put on the Supreme <laughs> Court. I know they were, they were dying over there. And all the mess that was behind his name, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't so much <laughs> the, the goal was this, seeing that uh, Thurgood Marshall, uh, you know, was sick and had, had, had left the court, they wanted the Democrats to kill, not kill, but to uh, vote out Thomas, okay? So if the Democrats mm-hmm. vote out Thomas, then the white people, uh, Republicans, say, hey, we tried to give you a black person, but y'all, <laughs> y'all voted him out. But the Democrats said, no, we ain't going to say nothing. We're just going to let it go through it and see what happens. And they were so hurt when Thomas didn't get uh, booted off because they just knew the Democrats was going to jump on it, <laughs> right? So when they got what they got, they were totally pissed. Like I said, she's ten to the bushes, you know. But they never try to uh, attach those two on TV. They, you'll never hear them say it. But I mean, that's Mrs. Bush. Uh, you you can tell their sisters. You know, who Clarence Thomas's wife? Yeah, his wife is uh, the sister or a cousin to the Bushes. Her name is Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. Oh, name. we got to deal with this now. We're in trouble. But like I said, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Nobody thought Gene that that lady the the E.G., what they call it, the Curious, uh, Ruth Gimber. Yeah, nobody thought she was the, That lady did more exercise than I do at, uh-huh. at 90-something. So, no, you know, she was just trying to hold on, trying to hold on until, uh, you know. Uh, until but she was election. good, though. She was also yeah. good. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you get most people that are, are considered immigrants or Jewish or whatever, they're normally pretty, you know, or black. They're normally pretty. You got to be good to get that high, you know. Because all they try to, if, if she would have spit on the sidewalk, they would have probably scraped it up and saved it till you know. <laughs> until, and then, do you know? You know, give you a better example than that. Look what happened when uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Come on, Obama killed that fly on TV. Oh yeah, he was in there Wasn't and that interesting. smacked it. All of a sudden, all the uh, animal rights people and all those people, you know, started whining. They cried more about that fly than they did about these people getting killed over here in uh, Ukraine. Well, they didn't say was, when Pence had a fly on him. Yes, they did. They said the fly was was in search of something, like a brain or something like that. The fly was uh, in search of it. You know. Oh, we so like crazy, said, yeah. A lot of times we we look at the surface when we really need to sometimes just kind of sit back and dig a little deeper and see, okay, now, what is the final outcome? Because y'all remember I told you about, well, I guess, three or four months ago, as they mm-hmm. start dividing the United States, what do they think is going to happen? You know what I mean? The, the white people are going to kill, want to kill the black people and want to kill everybody else. And I think they think that black people are going to stand there and say, oh, please, don't do that. But the United States will begin to look like 
the that like what happened to Russia, not Russia, but Ukraine. Because when they get to fighting, I mean, whose job is going to be saved? How many black people that's in the Air Force, Army, Navy, go shoot other black people? When you start dividing stuff, when you start dividing stuff, sometimes you don't get what you want. You know, so you got to be, I guess what they said, the guy from Russia, he thought it was going to be over in 10 days. He's still pissed. Can you imagine losing more people in 20 days than someone in the war for 20 years? Yeah. So, you know, my thing, if it was me, Ukraine, I'd get all those tanks that we captured and I'd I'd blow the heck out of Russia. So the people of Russia think they're hearing, you know, uh, they're not hearing the truth. They're hearing the truth for some of those rockets start hitting over there and all of a sudden their kids and stuff start getting hurt. That would definitely wake them up. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. we got wimps as Democrats. They don't want to do that. But, I mean, how long do you keep telling somebody, wait, wait, and you're seeing your family killed? Oh, wait, don't worry. You can't. We're talking yeah. about it. I mean, you'd be like, I, I don't want to talk right now. You know, I want let's do, do some shooting or do something because they blowing me up day after day after day. And these white people are talking about, well, it might be the red line. Now, where's the red line? But come on, you didn't, you didn't level how many cities killed, how many people, how many kids, and you still looking for a red line? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, if I was the people that uh, you trained, I start shooting at some of these people that's supposed to be part of NATO. How come y'all ain't blowing stuff over here? Well, wait a minute. These people are dying like rats. And all of a sudden, these people, you know, we'll we'll bring people in. Don't bring people in. Give me some people over here that can shoot some rockets into Russia to let Russia know, people know there's something else going on than what the the people are telling us. But then I might be considered militant being an (laughs) ex-Air Force man. So I have my biases. No, but that's all I'm saying. Sometimes we just have to dig deeper because... Uh, you, this is yeah. Virginia, uh, uh, Virginia. I, I yes. you, uh, your last show, you said that you did not uh, like uh, our vice president for for president. Excuse so you me. Say she don't, what's she doing? And what? Who? You, who? Uh, who are you talking about? Really, I'm talking about our vice president. Oh. Camilla Harris. I'm just yes. saying that you you never hear anything about her. Is she doing anything? What do you ever hear about the vice she president? She was over in NATO. She was there. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah. what do you ever really hear about vice president? If you think about it, you know, unless something really gets messed up so they can blame it on them. Well, they were talking. A lot of things goes on behind Behind closed doors. Well, that's true. That, uh, but they were talking. We She's saying that she wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything for the people at the border. They well, did you say don't know. That. But like I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You don't know what she's doing. I know. You that's know the whole problem. You hear reporting, but you, you don't understand. 
whatever she do is gonna get gonna get criticized. If she came up with a with a with a program tomorrow that could solve the problem, I guarantee you. Oh no 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 no, that ain't good enough. No no no, you know. Well, I believe that. Black people, so a lot of times you have to do stuff. What they say in the cloak of the of the of 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 the of the night, because Mm -hmm. whatever she puts up there, you know the white people. You got all those old lawyers sitting up there. You know they know some kind of garbage. They don't have to talk straight. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever expected uh, a black person to get a fair shot at anything? Because you got to be ten times as good, right? So and, the thing and about and it, even is, then, that that may not be good enough. Right. I was talking to some people at GM. And they, they, they asked me, said, you know, I wouldn't have told them that. I said, you know, they're going to crucify me if I tell them the truth. Can you imagine what they're going to do to me if I tell them a story and they find out that I was telling the story? Mm-hmm. You know, you get in a certain position, you know, you just have to take the bump, you know, and go along with it. Or else you're going to get crucified no matter where you where you go. Especially when you get up to the high rank where people are making two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars, you know, a year. Uh, I was talking to uh, my daughter. She's going to for this director job at one of the oil companies down in uh, Texas. Now I told her, I said, you better make sure you find you some people that you can trust, because all those white people don't want to be working for you, and they're gonna do everything they can to, to you know, to make you fall. I say so. Whatever you do, you have to make sure that you find somewhere, and it's not. They may not be black now, because black people stab you in the back as well. So we don't, you know, it's not like you know. So you have to know what you get into and who you can trust. Which is nobody. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you get you, you always, have to know how to stand by yourself. God always sticks somebody there for you. Now, you just got to be smart enough to see it. You know what I mean? Because the first thing I learned whenever you get in a management job is don't say nothing until you figure out what the heck is going on. Because all changes are made for a reason. You may not know what that reason is, but, you know, as I tell people to come to help me, if it was that easy, I wouldn't need you. You know? You know, they, they, people come in, been there five minutes. Oh, we know what your problem is, Clark. Wait a minute. If it's that easy, why they send two people down here? I can figure out the easy stuff. I need somebody. Oh yeah, but we didn't. Uh, what had happened? A director came through, and uh, the plant had been putting the wrong boat in for about two years, right? Wow. So, and so that they don't. Uh, uh, get penalized for it. Uh, the people at the plant start talking about. We need to change that such and such boat. I said, for, for, for what? <laughs> well, we can save all this money. And the director says, Clark, you hear what they said? I said, yeah, but uh, when people give you advice that's going to help them, and you know it's going to help them, you really need to find out what's going on. And so the, the director called me back about three days after he had left there. And he said, uh, did you make the change? I said, no. He said, well, why not? Didn't I tell you? 
I said, because they've been, been putting the wrong boat in for the last two years, and they want to make cover themselves up by making you switch the boats. That's why they wanted to do it. Well, they didn't tell me that. Duh. <laughs> you see, so so you sometimes you have to dig a little deeper. You have to dig deeper when stuff you happens. Told about, you told them what yeah, they were doing? That. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I if I told a lie, I was gonna get burnt. If I told the truth, I was gonna get burnt. So hey, as well go with the truth. But if I can, you know, you have to remember. Uh, if you tell the truth, you tell a lie. You got to remember what you tell a lie and why you said you told it. All right. Okay. Mhm. So you know, yeah, anybody you tell the truth. You tell the truth. You know, you don't have to remember. So I mean, the truth is the truth. It stands on its own merit. That's well, true. I, yeah. So, I you heard, know, they're, 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 they're all in the line. I for two hours and don't say nothing. And I left it. You, you, started, you started talking two hours ago, and you ain't said nothing yet. When are you going to get to, to the important part of what you're supposed to say? <laughs> but because they were white, you know, they listened to them. And this, this one quality man that took the time, let me tell you something. Don't you ever get me on another phone call that lasts two hours. He said, I want to know three things. I want to know what the problem is, how soon you're going to get a stick, and when I'm going to get good parts in. Those are the only three things I want to, I want to hear from these people. But they want, you know, they want to make it sound like they didn't change the whole world and all that stuff. I said, the man don't want to hear all that stuff. Answer those three questions and get off the phone. Hmm. Well, you know. you know, people can't keep it simple. They have to, you know, justify their salaries by, mm-hmm. you know, like they say, dazzle them with BS. Right. <laughs> Is that what they say? Yeah. That's what they say. But people don't know what you're talking about anyway. They have no clue. They just know somebody told them something. You don't know why. They never asked why. But because somebody else said it, they automatically agree with it because that person was higher than they were. So let me ask this question. Okay. Let me me ask this question. Do do you think that uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson would be a qualified um, nominee for the Supreme Court? you think the Supreme Court would be better with her? Most definitely. Because, like I said, yeah, I you think, know, all you need is one person there that can really change the, you know what I mean, uh, who have a different point of view, you know. Even if she loses, she still gets a chance to write a dissent. And she's smart enough to know how to do that. If, if she up, she's done, I, I think it said nine cases in front of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I think Thurgood Marshall only did six in front of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So she was she's more qualified than than that Thurgood Marshall was, and he was a heck yeah, of a she, you know an attorney. Yeah, I mean you know, and she and, and a Supreme Court judge. I mean, so um, you know, I think that the masses are afraid of black excellence. I think black excellence scares them. 
You know, that's why they want to go to critical race theory and mm-hmm. now they want to talk about, you know, these pedophiles and child pornography and, you know, trying to confuse the masses to try to show some weaknesses to say that she's not qualified. But I don't think there's anything that could say, you know, that they could choose on her record uh, that would make her less qualified than Brent Kavanaugh or um, Gorsuch. Or or the... uh, Right, yeah. So, uh, I mean, when you're comparing apples to apples, I think that she outshines everybody. I think that... um, and I think that she's galvanizing a community as well, you know, in the process. Uh, and had the because... nerve to graduate the top of the class at Harvard. <laughs> so I mean, so uh, I don't, I don't think you know what I, I think maybe uh, Ted Cruz. I think they said he graduated. It's not the top, close to the top at Harvard. But, she but he doesn't have any integrity, character, and he, you know, he, and he's not a good example of, you know, not even being a basic human being, you know, uh, when it comes down <laughs> to it. And I, you know, I don't care what school you go to or what school you graduate from, you know, when it comes down to it, do you stand up for the people, or do you stand up for yourself? Or do you stand up for these big corporations? And, you know, uh, one of the senators had uh, some charts up there showing where all this dark money is coming from, you know, and how much dark money is in the race to uh, pick these Supreme Court justices. I think that uh, Gorsuch, I think they spent $17 million. I think they spent $15 million for Kavanaugh and uh about fourteen million for uh the last lady that they that Trump chose to be uh on the Supreme yeah, Court. Right. Um and, and then you you know, you can't trace all this you can't trace all this money. And the Federalist Society, you know, were picking the judges that Trump was nominating. And he said it, you know, I'm I'm gonna let the Federal Federalist Society choose and then you you know you don't know what these corporations or these people that are putting up all this money what courses they have what cases they have in front of the supreme court so uh it's definitely a conflict of interest you know so uh we're in perilous times right now yeah you know, black Jenny White, what are you doing? Conscious of the, of the United States. Because nothing would have really happened if it wasn't for, for black people. Civil rights, gay rights, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, right. if, if you boil it down, the black people in the United States made the United States what it is today. But they don't want to give credit for that. That is true, yeah. You know. But we have to no, pass it down to our kids so that they know that. Well, you know, 
if you talk to some of these 20-somethings and 30-somethings and you talk politics with some of them, you would be surprised the positions that they take in terms of how they look at what's going on. I mean, you you think common sense is common and you think, you know, things are black and white and you think that, you know, you can you can tell, you know, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, you know, you, you can tell what it is. But um, when you listen to some of these people, uh, for instance, um, uh, you know, there was someone that compared what Katanji Brown Jackson went through in her, you know, this confirmation hearing with what Brett Kavanaugh had to go through and said that he had it worse because his reputation was was ruined because he was accused of being a gang rapist and um, and um, and that was worse than what uh, you know Miss Brown Miss Brown Jackson had to go through. Um, and so, you know, it's just that you don't know who supports who or what people's politics are. Uh, and just, you know, all, all you know, skin folk ain't kin folk. You know, I, I continue to say that. So everybody's black don't feel the same way. And some people haven't been through a struggle. Um, and some people have. I mean, some people you think would know better, you know, um, I, I've got a, mm-hmm. I've got a friend, and um, and we're cool as long as we're not talking about politics. But you know, if you didn't, <laughs> you know, if you um, if you didn't know he was black, you would swear, you know, he was a redneck white man with a hood on. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. oh, you would you swear get from a lot of the young playing. people also. A lot of uh, black young people, you can talk with them. They are for the backing. Like one of my sons said, we know Trump, he just, you know, he asked him, but he's wrong in this and that. But he just played and he made it through. That's all it is. He played his game and he's making it. And that's, <laughs> that's what is it that is. What a lot said? of young people. That's what this one said, and I wanted to choke him. I said, are you kidding? <laughs> Suppose he play his game against you and you don't make it, you know. Right. They don't mm-hmm. we right. have to, he has to protect the country. I said protecting the country might be throwing you out of here, you know. Mm-hmm. We have to do this. We have to do that, you know. But a lot of them were upset when he didn't. They said the 2020 election was rigged because he didn't win. They I know mean, young it people, wasn't. Educated. They know it wasn't. That's why when they uh, came down and what was it? Was it 19 states that changed their voting situation they knew that it was all right i mean it was for real but they just you know when you say something uh long enough you'll start believing people buy into it yeah and those ballots have been handled so much you don't know who's who and what's what but how many times did they count they had to count what about three times and each time they came out okay they knew it was okay. He couldn't find anything wrong there. But see, Trump wants to get in, and what he wants to do, he wants to be a Putin. He wants to get in That's there true. and stack. They want him to get in to be a Putin, to keep yeah. up no matter how you vote. 
It won't come you at know, all. Do you know the same people that are kissing his ring or kissing that stupid um, statue that they created? He doesn't care yeah, about those people. Up. Yeah, he, he doesn't care about them. It's they power. don't understand that? Boy, I tell you. Well, as long as black people, as long as they feel that black people are up under them, even being white trash, they're okay with it. Yeah, I know. That, it's marginalization oh, again. I'm it's glad you know that Mississippi burning. You were talking about the Mississippi burning. Um, yes, sir. Was, you're looking to Tennessee. Did you know what the whole bottom line to that was? The voting. Movie was it? No. What was it? Remember, remember the detective uh, that was driving, was going down there looking for the kids, you know, and uh, the, the I think it was the FBI or whatever this guy was. He grew up down there in Mississippi. And he said, he said you know yeah, what? He said, I couldn't figure out what was going on, but he said, you know, there was this, one, this black guy that had this, I guess he had a horse. He had this real pretty horse. Real, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Remember that? And he said, "Yeah, that." Part. Every day we go by, we see him just brushing that horse. You know, he was so proud of it. And then he said, "We came down there one day, and his his dad was driving." He said, "Whatever happened to that old man, Mister Smith, that used to be out there uh, taking care of you know taking care of that horse?" And his dad turned over and looked at him and said. If you're not better than a nigga, who can you be better than? Yeah, he had oh, a mule to plow his fields, yeah. Right. Instead of saying, well, how come we can't get together? I plow and you plow, you know. Right. He said the thing I mean, the man couldn't you... realize the fact that he was the poverty was killing both of them. Right. It, but he didn't care. Like yeah. People have got to feel they're better than somebody. I don't know why, but they do. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and they, their um, whiteness is showing. I mean, you know, and, and they, mm-hmm. they don't care. I mean, you know, we got all these Karens and 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 you know, and they, you know, they got these dog whistles. You know, where uh, there was, uh, I think it was in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken where it was. But a white lady was in the store, and she was at the at the register, and, you know, um black lady was in there with two young kids. I think one of them was seven, and, you know, had this big backpack on. So, you know, as he walked by, and this on video, you know, on the surveillance camera, uh, his backpack brushed the lady, you know, brushed the lady's butt. And so, after he, you know, the little kid walked by. I mean, he's not paying any attention. He's got this big backpack on. She accused him of smacking her, smacking her on the butt, and called the police. You know, they, you know, and so the police came, and oh man, it was a, it was a big blowout. Um, and you know, after you know, everybody looked at surveillance cameras. You know, she ended up apologizing, but I mean, you know, you didn't traumatize a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. You know, uh, you know by accusing him. Of, of you know filling on your butt when it was his backpack that rubbed against you as he was walking by, but mm-hmm. that's the same lie that got Emmett Till killed. Yeah, right? that's true. Yes, yes. 
I have another. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have another listener who has something to say. Hello, your name is and where are you calling from? My name is Pianchi, calling from the Midwest and the South. How are you? I'm good. No, I'm I'm against this nominee, Miss Brown, for several reasons. Now, she may be qualified, but she's not adequate. Hey, she doesn't give a definition for a woman. She never heard of the Dred Scott decision. And you look at her record in the courts, how many of her judgments have been overturned in appeal. And Joe Biden done something that was illegal when he made the statement he was going to appoint a black female. That's racist. That's let me ask, uh, why, why well, let me finish, please. It goes against the 1964 Civil Rights Act. I, as an employer, could not say I'm going to go out and hire somebody black, nor can schools say we're going to admit black students. So what he done, what he said was racist. And, and other things he's done was racist. So he, so all of a sudden that could not be too. And you know, you talk like about what? the vote counts. You talk about the vote counts. The courts didn't look at it because the Constitution says when you have controversies between states, it's supposed to go back to the state legislature. It's the states that give the federal government its power. The Supreme Court cannot legislate laws. They cannot interpret the Constitution. They only make sure that the laws that's passed, which is designed to take some rights from you, aren't unconstitutional. And uh, and the votes, the ballots, the bad ballots will continue to be counted. And there's many uh, things going on where they're talking about bringing those ballots back. Mike Pence was supposed to send those ballots back to the states. But then, too, the people of the states should make the legislature do what they were supposed to do, straighten that mess out. They did. They, every time the vote there in Detroit, you know, three times and, and, and didn't find any discrepancies. But let me, well, let me ask you this. You said two things. You said, one, uh, Ms. Katanji Jackson didn't. Uh, say what the definition of a woman was And then you said that Joe Biden Has done some other uh, You say legal or discrimin- Discriminatory things Well he says some other racist things in, in, in his history So to say that he couldn't What he said about appointing a black female Was uh, Was okay well it was wrong He should have said he was going to nominate Quote unquote judge That's all it would have taken but we know why he done well, that, because he's trying to kowtow to the emotion of a certain group in this country. You know what I would have asked her if I was uh, had opportunity? I would have asked her if she believed. That's the same thing Republicans doing. But go ahead. Well, it doesn't make no difference who they are. All right. You got right. Bill we'll Clinton. You in Detroit. You in Detroit. Bill Clinton at a Clinton foundational forum. And it's on YouTube. He said that he believed he would like to see Syrian refugees redevelop Detroit. So you know what that's saying? That's saying that there are 300 some odd thousand blacks that's there don't have anyone there capable of redeveloping Detroit. All and your right. former governor said that too, Engler. No, no complaints with that. Now, another point. And... Uh, <clears throat> 
Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, but uh, no. I <laughs> well, think let that, me ask uh, you a question while you're thinking. Uh, do mm-hmm. you think that Trump was the good uh, president for the United States? Yes, because his his policies was making America first. And, I mean, just as something that you're experiencing now, we have self-dependence in the production of gasoline. Eighteen months ago, I was paying a dollar fifty-five cents a gallon. We didn't import any gas. This was long before any actions in the Ukraine and Russia, long before inflation. Look at the look at the industries that came back. You had the steel industry in uh, in Illinois and Missouri. You had furniture making in North Carolina. You had airplane manufacturing, and so on, so on, so on. That was a good thing. People and the killing of the Keystone Pipeline. Look how many jobs that uh, he how put out. Of black credit? engineers and so on. How did you Pardon give me? all that credit to Trump? Is what I'm asking. Give me some data. I tell you what. You, you give me your email address and I'll send you a I list of about eighty address. companies. Just tell me where you get the data from. That's all I'm asking. Well, the is data's in the news, ask? sir. Well, you give me the I'm, I'm in, I was in Missouri. Yeah, I was in Missouri. Wait a minute. I was in Missouri, and I witnessed Granite City Steel opening back up. And the local so? newspaper, the owners said that they're doing so because of tariffs and corporate taxes that was put in place by Donald Trump. In Texas, in Texas, it was already stated that that the money that Donald Trump put back in went to the top ten percent. Of the country, two, so two trillion dollars. Uh, right. Listen, so how, we're how talking you, about uh, terrorists. We're, we're talking about terrorists. Not where you talking about terrorists, or are you talking about terrorists? Terrorists. T- we talking about as it does with businesses. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't talking about the T E R R O R I S T. But when you put sure. terrorists on imported goods, it's designed to protect local and manufactured goods in the state. No, it's not. Yes, no, it does. Not. So when Russia and Russia was sending plates steel, no. wait a minute. When no. Russia was sending plates steel into the country, that was undercutting no. American businesses, which called Granite City Steel, which is next to East St. Louis, Illinois. They had to shut who down. Do you think, who do you think pay the tariff? The people that Detroit and all the people in the United States is actually paying the tariff. The tariffs well, makes the products coming in. Money? Wait a minute. The terrorist makes the products that's being imported into the United States, and also the U.S. Constitution said the federal government can't implement terrorists. Those terrorists raise the price of imported goods so they are not cheaper, undercutting American-made goods, thus by putting but American America's workers out of work. America's got to pay for it. You're, yeah, you're, but talking, you, Donald, you're talking Donald what, Trump stuff now. now you, Americans got to pay go for back, it, but guess what? Back. They got jobs, right? But go back and take a look at the definition of of tariff and who actually pays it. The people. You tell me to go read the paper. I'm going to give you. You take your assignment, and I'll take mine. Let me ask you something. You ever heard the Agoa? Have you ever heard the Agoa Act, the African Growth and Opportunity Act? The Opportunity Act. What is? The Grow Agoa, A G O A, the African Growth and Opportunity Act. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. What is it? That permits American businesses 
to manufacture and produce goods on the continent of Africa and some in some countries. I say Ghana is one. Then you could import those goods back into this country without paying tariffs on them, thereby allowing you to compete with Chinese and other foreign manufacturers coming into the state. That's what oh, Karen okay, does. So, so, so I don't know that specific on? one. I'd have to look it up. I, I don't know. It. Yes, sir. That'd be a good job. What's the point and another on thing that? I would have asked her, this is what I would have asked her, do she believe that the Supreme Court had the right to legalize interracial marriages? Because the Constitution said that should be left up to the states. And one of the reasons I would have asked her that question, because she's married to a white man. And so, so when, she first came, is, when she first came Thomas in, married to a white woman. It, 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 well, we, but Clarence is already on the court. She said that she would uphold and defend the United States Constitution, her first opening okay. statement. So if she can't say that she thought that that was a wrong decision, being that the states have the right to set the qualifications for marriage, well, then she would be living out something that was doing wrong, being married. Of course, there's nothing wrong with it, but being married well, to yes, an interracial person. According Pardon to me? you, it is. According uh-huh. to you, it is. No, I'm saying that what the what the court done was wrong. According to you, that is wrong, right? I said what the court done is wrong. If the states want to allow whoever marry, like it was at one point where you can marry a female as young as 12 years old, actually in Delaware it was seven, that was that state's right to set those standards. But you don't think the federal government should be able to say you have to be at least uh, 18, 7 is okay. Why not? No, federal government government has no power over the states. They have no power over the states. The federal government cannot tell. The federal government, the Constitution gives the states the right to set the parameters for marriage. That is the supreme law. Pardon me? The Constitution Hmm. gives you the right to vote, too. But is that. I ain't saying nothing about voting. We're talking about marrying. I'm, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. What's no, it's not. What's the difference? The Constitution you, gives you that right, so why can't it give you another right? Well, blacks had the right to vote going back to the 19th uh, Amendment, right? Okay. Matter of so fact, I, they had actually before that, the 19th gave women the right to vote. Black males had the right to vote before white women. What was women. that? 19 what? What was that, 1932? That was 18-something. Okay, 18-something. Yeah. How many black people you know down south would vote? How many black people down south would vote? How many yeah. black people down south they could vote? They had the right. You said they had the right to vote. They had the Back right to vote. The 1965, the 1965 Voters' Rights Act didn't have nothing to do with voting, it had to do with registration. No, I tell you somebody. I tell you somebody who would tell talk to. I know somebody who would tell it to you good. Go to YouTube and pull up Fannie Lou Hamer and listen to her mm-hmm. speech at the 1964 Democratic Convention, where she talked about her and 18 people went to Indianola, Mississippi, to I register to be forced. They, it was that. about registration, not voting. The Constitution already gave them the right to well, vote. You, well, like, what, 
question why they had to go through all that to pass the law for you? So you can vote then. No, it and wasn't about voting. It was about registration. They had to pass the law, and they had to put. They had to put. They had to put states. They had to put states under pre-clearance agreement with the Department of Justice. In other words, if they wanted to change anything that affected the voting pattern, it was about. I guess it was about five or six states, even Hawaii and Maine. They would have to get pre-clearance from the Department of Justice. Yes, that's true. That wasn't Missouri. Can you, can you vote? Okay. That wasn't Illinois. Hello, hello. By yes, ma'am. Can you vote without hello. We're running out of time. I love the uh, conversation, but we're going to have to pick it well, up. Well, thank you for the, thank you for the opportunity, ma'am. I just wanted oh, to point that out about her. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody on my show can get an opportunity to speak, so that's okay. Uh, TC, it's okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I ain't worried. <laughs> so I'd like to ask you, is there something yep. that you would like to say ending? Another oh, have... show. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Let's make a sink. That's what we need to do. Be able to what? Think. Give I you a you who? Make a sink. Make a what? I said you make a sink. The show. Oh. 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 Okay. Well, know, thank you. I, I I I appreciate that. And Miss Lucy. I listening to all of this. What rights do we really have? And I wonder, my concern, biggest concern, is what's, what the rights of our children are going to have in the future if we're going through these changes now. That's my biggest concern. All of this is my biggest concern. Thank okay. you. All right. Mr. Coleman? Well, I'd just like to end on saying that the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was signed into law on August 6th by President Lyndon Johnson. It outlawed the discriminatory voting practices adopted in many southern states after the Civil War, including literacy tests as a prerequisite to voting. The amendment to the Constitution was signed into law 95 years after the amendment was ratified In those years, African-Americans in the South faced tremendous obstacles to voting, including poll taxes, literacy tests, and other bureaucratic restrictions to deny them the right to vote. They also risked harassment, intimidation, economic reprisals, and physical violence when they tried to register or vote. As a result, African-American voter registration was limited along with political power. So, you know, I believe that. Voting Rights Act was implemented and put into place. Um, and then, you know, every 25 years we have to uh, ratify it again. So yeah, everybody else that's has crazy. the freedom and the right to vote. But, you know, it seems like black people, <laughs> you know, we have to uh, right. come up against this, you know, every 25 years. Um, and now they're, you know, instituting the same thing as far as, you know, uh, voter intimidation and um, the poll taxes, you know, for for uh, um, felon, you know, uh, 
people convicted of felonies, you know, you got to pay uh, so much, you know, and, and then still they don't want some some of them to vote. Um, and then, you know, like in Georgia, you know, you get somebody some water or some food while they're standing in line, you can be sent to jail. Uh, oh, they're yeah. trying to oh, send yeah. a lady in Texas to jail, you know, yeah. uh, because she she tried to vote and had a felony and thought she was able to vote. And her parole um, bureau told her that she could. So, uh, you know, I hear what the caller was saying, but, you know, Trump didn't make America better. I mean, you know, he, he made America worse. I mean, he brought out. Uh, yes, he did. You know, yes, the, he did. The, he brought out the worst in America. Um, yes, he as did. As far as black and white relations, you know, he was on the side of these corporations. He was bought and sold. And, yes. You know, yes, yes. they reversed a lot of the uh, restrictions that were in place for climate control and and um, pollution and, and all those things that were put in place. Yes, um, yes, yes. To protect us. So, so, no, you know, he wasn't, he didn't make America better, you know. He made America better for white people. And, and, and so, and, and, rich and, and that was only white for the people. rich ones. Right. Yeah. And, and then the yeah. fact that um, you had the chicken guard in the hen house, well, you had the, the fox guard in the hen house because uh, uh-huh. Russia has been able to uh, institute all their cyber and spyware into all these corporations and to yeah. all these government sites, you know, for the past four years. You know, we have uh, all these um, – uh, all the spyware, these systems embedded, it's, it's in so deep you don't even know. So whenever hmm. Russia gets ready to, uh, you know, uh, institute a cyber do. attack, yeah, yeah, they had a head start. They can they do it. Four-year window where nobody was looking. Trump closed his eyes, turned his back. And Russia did what they did, and you know, and then they practiced a couple times where, you know, these companies had to pay ransoms because they shut them down. And so, you know, you better go to the bank and get some money out because, you know, when they start attacking these banking systems, you know, the five major banks, you know, that's going to affect 40% of the people. You know, you're not going to be able to get your money out these ATM machines, you know, and and you know. So you better get some cash on hand. You better go get you some water and some some um, perishable items, you know, that some food and some cans, you know, get you some beans, you know, and, and, and get you some hog head cheese and some spam, potted meat. Because when, when, when it go down, it's going to go down, you know, and you yeah. better be prepared because – because Putin is on one right now, you know, and until they yes, assassinate him, yes, they don't seem, I don't, you know, they need to take him out like they took out uh, Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi and and everybody else the CIA had killed, you know. Um, so I'm going to end on that note. and You know, we could take it up, take it up again next week. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. I want to thank all of those who uh, called in and spoke and those that called in and didn't. I appreciate you guys, too. 
so you don't have to say anything. I just, I'm glad you're calling in. So what I have to say is sometimes to give up on people, not because they you don't care, but because they don't. You got to give up on them. They don't care. So that's something for you to think about. And with that having been said, I want to thank you again for being a part of my show. And I, well, our show, because I think that you're a part of it as well. So we'll do this next Friday, the same time. And I'll be looking for you guys. And have a good weekend. Because it's almost the fourth month already. This time is going really fast. Yeah. So have a good evening, everyone. Good night. Take care. And thank you for listening to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.